Welcome to Enchenia and Strength Podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Our worldwide guests share their journeys, expertise, and most valuable business and mindset tools to help you succeed in life and in business. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, mindset and business mentor, and the founder and owner of Enchenia and Strength Podcast and online magazine. My life's passion is helping new and aspiring entrepreneurs get their business off the ground, set up effective business and mindset strategies to start working with your soul clients and grow revenue. If you want to have a chat, you can find me on all the social media platforms under my name, Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates on new courses, www.mariacrause.com. Hello. Hi, Alexandra. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Maria. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Alexandra Di Gisaro. Uh, there. Let's <laughs> see if I pronounce it properly. <laughs> uh, she is a photographer. And um, Alexandra, you're originally from Poland and now you live in Italy. Am I right? Yes, you're right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself so people can get to know you. So, as I said, my name is Alexandra Di Gesaro. I come from Poland. And uh, back in Poland, I graduated law and I also studied photography. And after I finished my university, I moved to Italy to join my then boyfriend and now husband. And I realized that the job market in Italy was completely different than the one in Poland. And my studies practically didn't mean nothing. So I've been struggling for months and months, like every day spending few hours sending my resumes, uh, searching for a job, and I couldn't find nothing. I only got some very bad one offer of an internship that was practically unacceptable. <laughs> and so after, after, I don't know, I think six or eight months, I was just so fed up with it. I said, okay, you know what, I'm trying to get a career that I probably would hate anyway. So if I'm not getting any results from this, I may as well put all my energy into building something that I might like and see how it goes. It can go any, it can go any worse than it is now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this way I became a fashion photographer. You became a photographer. And Alexandra, so when, you, when you went to law school, you already knew you didn't like it? Was, was there a reason or after, after you started disliking it? Was there a reason you wanted to? Uh, no, no. I Actually, I went to law school because I didn't get into a film school. And, um, <laughs> that's, <really different>. yeah, <laughs> that's a very different field. Uh, yeah, but, you know, the uh, president of the Polish Film Institute graduated law. That was one of the reasons. Okay. Uh, yeah, and also in Poland, uh, graduating law, you can do so many things. Not only be a lawyer, you can work in corporations, you can work in magazines. Like, just in general, do practically anything you want because people think you, like, you're smart. Yeah. So uh, I had no better idea for my life. So I just said, okay, we'll go to law school. Okay. Like, you know, legally blonde stuff. <laughs> but it was always the original, the original part, the original thing of you to study. It was something related to art, a film. Yeah. Well, I had this dream of being a film director. I'm going to film school now. Oh, okay. on weekends. Oh, nice. Yes, so I didn't give it up. Uh, later, 
because you know making movies is more difficult and more time consuming and money consuming i turned more to photography and well i've been actually taking pictures since i was 13 it was just choosing you know which medium to focus on yeah Oh, that's great. I, I studied photography. Um, I studied film school when I was uh, 18, when I finished primary, secondary school. Sorry, primary school. Uh, when I finished high school, I was there for a year. I loved oh, that's it. So cool. Absolutely. I, I wanted to write, yeah. um, I wanted to become a screenwriter and a film director as well. But uh, I just, yeah. I didn't like the school in Argentina. So I was just like, yeah, okay, that's, uh. it. <laughs> that's done. But yeah, but I'm delighted you're still pursuing. That's awesome. Yay. Yes, I'm still fighting. Oh. I just, I actually made my short film not long ago. And now I was supposed to shoot my second short film, just that there is the pandemic. Okay. But, well, well, now you got more. You got another topic to shoot as well. There's loads of stuff yeah. that want to come up from this. There's loads of ideas. So, Alexander, so tell me how how was it when you when you went? Okay, I'm gonna start doing photography. What um, what was the first steps you took to build what you now have? You have a very profitable business. What was the first steps you took there to go like, okay, if I can't get a job, here we first. go. Let's do this. <laughs> So, first of all, I tried to use what I already had. Obviously, it was difficult because being in a new country, I didn't know anybody. So, I, unlike in Poland where I knew makeup artists, models, I knew at least some people around. Here, I didn't know absolutely anybody. So, but I thought, okay, I can anyway upload some pictures on stock. I can create a Photoshop course just to keep doing anything. Uh, in the meantime, I was obviously working on my portfolio, trying to network and find people just to work, you know, for free to make photos, just to meet people. And at the same time, I found, I was searching for websites that provide traffic, like for me, because obviously this is the most difficult part at the beginning to get people to see you. So I was, finding websites or apps where you just put your service and you can see what people are searching for answer their uh, their requests so it's much easier because this traffic is not going there especially for you yeah but this site is providing this traffic because they earn on it and it's at the beginning it's much easier to get any traction using such websites okay perfect there is a, i'm sorry I mean, I know I'm just going to explain this to the audience because I usually bring coaches and I bring, you know, social media managers and like you're doing something completely different from everybody that I have brought into the show. And the reason why I brought Alexandra is because as a photographer, she still found a way to still make money, you know, still build something online. Although photography, you know, if you're doing portraits and stuff like that, you have to be one-to-one or most of the stuff that you have to do with photography, you have to be one-to-one with the person. So that's the main reason I brought her here because Alexandra, you found a way to still build a business. You know, you still have a business now while in the pandemic. And I want you to share a little bit with that because you said you, you went to places to become visible because a lot of people will do that a lot of people will start their business and they're like oh i hope everybody comes to me and it obviously does not work that way okay <laughs> that doesn't happen it doesn't happen so tell us like okay what how which sites did you go to specifically how 
you know, just walk me through the little process and how did you build like this stream of income that although now you can't go see clients to do pay photographs, you still can work your business. So, um, okay, I'm sorry. I have so many thoughts. I don't know what to start with. <laughs> so as I said, at the beginning, I decided to use everything that I have. So not only photography, but also all my retouching skills, all my Photoshop skills. So one of the websites I went on was, for example, Fiverr, where I designed book covers. Mm -hmm. I, uh, on a local website here, I obviously created a profile as a photographer. And so I knew that it's very important to have multiple sources of income in case of and if anything happens now it happened that pandemics nobody could um, like see that coming but you know a year ago i had a situation in my family when a member of my family had needed an urgent surgery and and had to spend like a month in hospital and because of the way that my business was set that i have all those multiple sources of income I was able to jump on a plane and spend the whole month in hospital working by by the bed in hospital. I just postponed some photo shoots and and I was fine. I didn't lose any money on it. And I was like just thinking in my mind, oh my God, what would happen if I wouldn't be able to do it? If I would be stuck in one place and I wouldn't be able to go there to go to hospital. So so that's like important, as I said, to start using what you have and sometimes you have to like make some compromises like obviously what i love doing is taking pictures and especially taking fashion pictures but i knew that sometimes i may need to make those graphic designs to teach retouching teach photography do all the things that i can to make to make the income to mm -hmm make my ends meet because especially at the beginning here 100 euro here 100 euro and it all comes together obviously later as it develops you can choose okay i don't like doing that i just stop doing that yeah but um, at the beginning you have to make compromises trying to compromise the value and the time so again i used fiverr which provides traffic for me so i wasn't building this graphic design business that is just an additional thing for me because mm -hmm. it's Fiverr providing traffic for me. Yeah. I'm just, it's there. So I'm not losing time on building the business, but it's still there to provide me with some sources of income. Okay, awesome. It's just, it's one of those things, because I always say, you know, when people go and, you know, I need a designer, or I need a logo design, or I need this and that. Most people will recommend Fiverr. They would. Like in a lot of the Facebook group, you'll see that pop and it's like yeah. Fiverr, Fiverr, Fiverr. Like I had friends. Fiverr or Upwork, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had friends using it to do like little, like you know, those little things that we don't want to do as coaches that we don't have the time to do, which is like little freebies, yeah. ebooks, like you said, like retouching pictures. I know there's loads of apps to do that, but there's other things <laughs> for me personally. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I, put, I post a picture and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known how to Photoshop this because it looks terrible. But I just like, I need, I need my creativity to do something else that is like, you know, create content and yeah. other stuff that I'm better at though so it's great that you provide a service like that so tell me so now at the moment okay is that still generating for you you still using the same platforms to keep generating yes uh, I am 
I'm using, obviously now I can do the one-on-one -on -one Photoshop services, it's, it's obvious, but all the rest is working. I can still teach, I can still connect with uh, people on, on Skype or on Zoom. I can also do some works, for example, now I'm editing a video and I can do it also completely online, contacting clients through, through Zoom and obviously uh, there will be times that some sources of income are cut, like there's pandemics or you are ill or anything happens. But, you know, if you keep balance, if you have many of them, it, it just becomes easier to, to turn from one to another when the situation changes. Okay. And Alexandra, do you teach people how to do this? Yeah, I, I teach uh, people how to build their art business because I just hate to see how many of my friends don't even give it a try because they say, no, I don't know how to do it. It's too difficult. And I just take a career I don't like just because it seems safer. Yeah. Which is not necessarily true because now many of them lost their jobs and they are stuck because obviously we know what the situation now. Yeah. And so yeah, I also read that like seventy percent of people hide their jobs. And I was thinking, wow, that's so much that and I think if more people would love their jobs, uh the world would and very often the they are dreaming about having a creative job. So that's why I decided like to share my experience, to share what I learned mm -hmm. and to teach others how to how to do it themselves. And you mentioned before that you said some of the artists will they put rejections. They're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. I don't like doing. Do you find that quite often on people? And, you know, because I, I, I believe it's very important to be able to adapt to certain situations, especially in situations like now. You know, if you like you did, like you have a gift and you're like, OK, I'm going to use other stuff that I'm not going to make it necessarily my primary business, but I'm going to try to generate some income from there as well because I can do it. So for a lot of artists, you know, they'll be like, oh, no, I won't do that kind of thing. Or even some coaches will yeah. do that. Oh, I won't do that. You know, that's, that's below me or, you know, not below me, but it's not good enough for me and stuff. Do you find that a lot in your mm -hmm. industry? Yeah, I also find a lot of people, for example, a few days ago, I had a conversation with a girl who told me, oh, you know, at the moment, I can't do nothing. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because it's closed. I'm like, okay, but can we focus on what you can do right now? Because it's like, and turned out there was like a whole list of things she could do. So I think it's also kind of the mindset mm -hmm. way of thinking that you just have to set yourself that there is always something you can do. And it's not that the opportunity will just come your way. One of my favorite quotes is uh, luck favors the prepared mind. Uh, I don't remember the author, but yeah, I, I think it's true. And it just you know, just keep trying. This doesn't work. Okay, keep trying the next, do the next, do the next. But if you don't have this way of thinking, you will get stuck at some point. And it's not only as being an artist, but being any kind of business. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. It's true. <laughs> if you can't adapt, if you can't change. And tell me, since you we're talking about mindset, tell me a little bit. Um, because I, I, I love that mindset is my jam. I always say like you have to, it's 80% of your, of your business. If you can't get that right, you can't strengthen your mindset, then you won't have a solid business. 
no matter how many strategies you put out there, yeah. no matter how many things you put on Fiverr, no matter how many things you do in your business, yeah. you do not believe in it, you won't be successful. <laughs> so tell me about you, hon. How, how do, um, do you have any tips for people when it comes to mindset? What do you do on the regular basis for you, for yourself to strengthen your mindset? So what helps me personally is listening or reading interviews, books of people who inspire me and mostly like inspiring women uh, because I somehow noticed that this mindset somehow comes to me. I absorb it naturally. So if you are the average of five people you spend most time with and my friends absolutely have no don't understand what i'm doing they're like for them i'm an alien so i try to spend time you know listening to office master class that i love and listening uh, reading books uh, for example one of the polish magazines had a special edition for women's day 50 most influential woman at the uh, at the moment and just reading these things keep me motivated let me see what all those women went through and as i said i absorb this mindset and it helps me helps me keep going because it helps me believe that it's all possible and can i ask you since you mentioned that your friends think you're an alien you know <laughs> because this <laughs> this is this is very true for a lot of people especially when you're doing something completely different yeah. completely different not only to you something completely different to them that they would never think about doing and that's the reality sometimes when you go and tell you're so excited you go tell your friends and your family that you're doing something different and they're looking at you like yeah okay you know it's <laughs> yeah. yeah you're an alien you're an alien alexandra said it you're an alien <laughs> How did, yeah, it feel, yeah. how did it feel for you? Like, you know, because it can be a little bit lonely. I know for a lot of people that would be a huge block and it will, it will actually make them not want to start their business because they're so afraid of what other people will say. And trust me, that's the worst reason you could stop yourself from starting a business. It's yeah. never listen to anyone. No, one, not even me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just... Um, I remember at the beginning when I told my mom I want to go to film school, my mom was just totally scared because my mom is a doctor. She was always taught that you have to be or a doctor or a lawyer. So she was always in this kind of thinking and for her it was like unbelievable. Uh, through, through time she became like my biggest fan. But you know, for example, here in Italy, the mentality is even more old than in Poland I will tell you this it seems crazy but in Poland people tell me okay I just changed the job I just I changed the job because I got bored with it here it's the mindset of my of my grandparents wow. literally, that you have to find one job and stick to it for 40 years so nobody gets what I'm doing absolutely uh, my husband loves me a lot and he's trying and I think he's very <laughs> much trying <laughs> and so he's very supportive and loving but his family is like telling me like, you know when will you find a job oh i found you such a great job offer i'm like but i don't like this job offer. but it's such a great job offer but i don't care so obviously it's it's difficult especially when my grandma still asks me when will you get a normal job i just thought that 
okay, it's not nice and it's difficult when they ask me this thing, but it would be even worse to actually get the job they are talking about. That yeah. I would hate it more. So I just know I would feel very bad and no matter how hard is the situation with having your own business, it would be much worse <laughs> if I would be having a job I hate. So I just thank them for their interest. I try to explain or even I don't try. Sometimes it's just not worth explaining. <laughs> and I just keep doing my my thing. I just I just know it's the only way to make me happy. So well, that's good, though. That's good, Alexandra. I love that, in fact, you're standing for yourself and you're doing what you love. <laughs> and that's what more people should be doing because you can't spend the rest of your life yeah. just trying to please someone else and forgetting about yourself and forgetting about your dreams. We have this one life. We don't have to live it. Yes, I, I, I'm, in, I'm just having this vision of myself. Oh, my God, if I would have to do this job for the next five, ten 20 years like I'm having a heart attack right now so if this is my reaction okay I'm sorry I know what's more important than the opinion <laughs> that's good <laughs> you know what I love the fact because you're young as well I love the fact to see younger people getting that at a younger age you know like because we, we carry like the older generation we still carry you know the generation of like the it's like italians and spanish people that are still there you have to have a job and the only way yeah that's what if, if you work hard and really really hard for the rest of your life and and as you just said things like this and situations yeah. like what's happening now that doesn't cut anymore it doesn't it's not really no. it's not <laughs> the solution anymore Anyways, Alexandra, can you please, before we wrap up, can, we, can you please share with us where they can find you if they want to work with you? I know there's a few women here that listen to the show that are art, artists, they are painters and stuff like that. So it's great tips that you're offering here. So where they can find you if they want to work with you, chat more, get to know you. Uh, so they can for sure find me on my website. That is uh, alexandragallert.com. Uh, it's just my maiden name. And uh, link state uh, they can also find me on instagram and on uh, facebook uh, i'm i'm always happy happy to chat i will give you my link you can put it in the description so that Absolutely. they can find me easily perfect so you're under alexandra galert instead of digital yeah okay. and alexandra is with ks Okay, perfect. Okay, we'll put all the links here anyways on the podcast. Alexander, thanks a million for being here and thanks for, so much for sharing all your tips and your, your motivation and your energy and your love. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got great value from this interview. And if you'd like to ask us anything related to mindset and business, uh, share your thoughts, or simply become a guest on this podcast, you can contact me at www.mariacrowser.com. Please share this podcast, bring your friends in, and make sure you subscribe. That way you can get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. You can find us in all your favorite platforms and you can also find us on YouTube. This is Nindia C. Krause, Mindset and Business Mentor and the founder and owner of a Genuine Strength Podcast and Online Magazine. I'm sending you tons of love and virtual hugs wherever in the world you are. See you soon.